And now, from Star Worldwide Networks, it's time for Don Cromwell Live, an insightful, entertaining look into all aspects of the music industry. You'll never hear music the same way again. Now, here's your host, producer, songwriter, musician, and former Air Supply and Eddie Money bassist, Don Cromwell. Yeah, welcome everybody to Don Cromwell Live. So happy to have you here, whether you're listening at this very moment or on the podcast at a future date. Again, it means a lot when you tune in. We're just trying to spread the love, especially through these crazy times. It's April 8th, 2020. The virus is still a big part of all of our lives. I'm ensconced in my studio. Without that, I'd be going crazy. Uh, My wife and I are laying low outside of our coffee walks to coffee bean in the morning. But uh, hey, listen, it's, it's real and it appears that we're catching it now and it's on the downside hopefully praying for everybody hope wherever you are at the moment you and your families are doing great just a couple of announcements before i bring on my great guest uh and i can't wait to bring him on especially with my intro of the two bands i was with the talking about uh the all together now telethon uh which is going to feature and fund the HELP Fund, the L.A. Emergency COVID-19 Crisis Fund, is Saturday, April 25th at 2 p.m. The live stream is at alltogethernowla.org. So far, you got Jeff Bridges, Alan Parsons, Mike Love from the Beach Boys, Paul Rogers from Bad Company, Smokey Robinson, Denny Lane from Wings, been a guest here several times, Rick Springfield, Lisa Loeb, Mary Wilson from The Supreme, Steve Lukather from Toto, and some guests still coming on. I think uh, um, my buddy John Wade is a maybe. Mickey Thomas from Starship, who I just had the pleasure of playing Walk on Water with on stage. He's going to be it, and maybe uh, maybe my guest coming on in a minute. But it's a great cause. Don't forget, All Together Now Telethon, the live stream, Saturday, April 25th at 2 p.m., altogethernowla.org. Well, let's get right to it. You know, my little intro says former bassist for Air Supply and Eddie Money, but a guy always dear to my heart, one of my favorite people on this earth, Russell Hitchcock, lead singer of Air Supply. Russell, what's happening, baby? You up. What an introduction to you, Dean. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, listen, I got to take what I can get. (laughs) <laughs> you must have paid a lot of money for that. <laughs> uh, I, I did, man. Listen, so many people have hit me up, excited to have you on the show. And it's live, but, you know, we all know we live in a podcast world, too. But I appreciate it so much calling in from Georgia. You're you're three hours ahead. Uh, Russell, before we even start on anything, how are you and Dina and Chili doing back there with everything? Are you laying low, keeping inside, or how's it going uh, for you guys? Yeah, we're, we're very aware of, uh, you know, everything that's been going on, obviously. Um, you know, it's, it's affected our touring schedule uh, unbelievably yep i feel sorry for the guys uh in the band and any musician out there in fact anybody that's out of work it's it's uh it's going to be a different world when it gets back up and running but uh we're, we're good here you know we go out as little as possible a couple of runs to the grocery store and i'm fortunate i live in an area that's got a lot of uh, a green belt so we can walk with our dog and you yep. know not come in contact with too many people so it's a very safe place to be but uh you know I've, I've, obviously i'm 
a little bit older than you. I've never seen anything like this in my life. It's right. devastating. Yeah, yeah. And I say, and, and nobody's unaffected by it. I don't care if you're, you know, a multi-billionaire or, you know, on the streets of L.A. It's, it, it's, it's all-encompassing. But I know you guys, yeah. Air Supply, God love you. You guys tour a lot. Your fans count on seeing you. You bring so much joy to people. What, what is yeah. uh, your management? What, what is your uh, booking agent? What are they telling you? Well, not too much actually. We've we, the shows uh, all through March were uh, either cancelled or postponed. It's the same for April. We're looking at early May, maybe doing a couple of dates, which I personally think will fall through. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the stuff we haven't lost, so the people that have bought tickets for everything uh, in the last couple of months. Uh, and don't quote me. <laughs> yeah. I checked the venue, but we've moved we've moved a lot of stuff um, from last two months through August, September, and October. So we should be good. Uh, that's in, you know, obviously when it gets up and running. And like I said to you, uh, in fact, I spoke to Graham this morning and, and as far as our business is concerned, uh, it's not a matter of when it finishes, you can turn the switch on and everything's back to the way it was. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, it's going to take some months, uh, who knows how long to get it back to, uh, to, you know, halfway where it was. Yeah, well, you made a great point early on. It's not just the musicians, it's the roadies, it's the ticket takers, it's the yeah. people, the turnstiles, it's the people selling beer. It, it, it just reaches everybody so far, and, and, and it's, it's a time, I guess, you know, if you look for the silver lining, if there is one, it is a time you hunker down with your beautiful wife. Myself, I hunker down with my beautiful wife, those with family and kids. I mean, but it's got to be tough because we're all so used to, of course, you guys are used to, being on the move i'm used to moving a lot cindy loves to travel we had a trip to russia that canceled but kind of for some reason it all seems insignificant at the end of the day it's about you know uh, surviving persevering and um, getting through the moment i guess huh yeah well it is i mean one of the amusing things for me is that uh, when i'm on the road and when i get home really i don't because I, I, you know, I very rarely look at a newspaper or a reference to what day and date it is. Uh-huh. So I've found the last couple of days, Dina has said to me, "What day is it?" <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just laughed because I said, "You know, remember that when you said to me, why don't you know what day it is and what date it is?'" Um, it's, it's just all a blur now. It just runs from, like, you know, we, we, I spoke to another guy, a friend of mine in Texas today, and, and I said, "It's the usual routine. You know, you go to bed, you wake up." Uh, have a cup of coffee, the day goes by, have to watch TV, go to bed, and then do it again the next day. You know, obviously, I, I'm not uh, musically proficient. Um, I don't have the luxury of a studio in my house. I yeah. can't uh, sit yeah. down and compose anything. Yeah. Or, you know, like Graham's working his butt off. I'm sure. He's uh, composing a lot of new things, and oh, it's good. a great time for him. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's like I said, it's a different world, and where I'm, I'm actually enjoying it. This is the first break I've had for this length, probably in twenty or thirty years. Yeah. You know? Well, and and there you go. That's, That's the silver lining, because you because you you guys work your tails off. I know you do, and you're traveling. And listen, yeah. uh, as much as you love it, and and that is your life, and and you love that life, and for good reason. At the end of the day, I mean, it is taxing still to travel, and especially in the, oh. the environment we're in now. So, I mean, enjoy that time and 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 regenerate, yep. and and I think you're handling it just the right way. Yeah, well, I'm doing my best, and uh, you know, I just always uh, the, the close circle of friends I have is very limited. Uh, of course, you're included in that. I just wish the best for everybody and their families, and. Uh, you know, I've, I've, of all the people I know, I've, I've one friend in New York has, uh, who has the virus. 
Oh, so yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, and he's he's recovering. Or I don't think he's quite peaked yet with it, but he's in good shape. He's he's uh, he's an ex-ball player, so he's in, in great health. Um, but he's the only person I know personally that's uh, been directly involved with with the virus you know yeah well it's so funny before the show i was telling uh, my producer robin who you met briefly on the phone i'm sure i said you know i've just got kind of a little dry throat she said man that could be the start of it <laughs> go i go what it's like the movie airplane you know uh did you have a fish or uh, the chicken billy uh but Russ, <laughs> now, now speaking of which russell uh, do you watch netflix at all um, I'm going through, I've watched you, I watched Dr. Foster, I'm watching Good Girls, uh, I've got a, two or three more on my list to watch because I'm, of course, all the TV shows I watch, they're all, uh, the seasons have ended, and sports, <laughs> to get that right. I, 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 you're a big sports fan, right? I mean, what, life without sports, Man, you yeah. know, who, what a difference that makes, right? Man, it's, it's unbelievable, I mean, you just... It's, I mean, in fact, I was watching, I was uh, changing channels the other day on Saturday and there was a golf tournament on and I had to call our good friend, a uh, dude in in uh, Southern California and I said, is this live? Yeah. And he, he said to me, what are you out of your mind? It's, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I, I haven't got a clue with what's going on. Uh, I, I, I know. Well, in, 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 in fact, I had, uh, sorry, sorry, no, to I, had, uh, tickets, I had tickets to the Masters this year. What? And, um, you know, of course, that blew up, and uh, I have a, f- a friend, a connection there, and he called me the other day, and he said, or yesterday, and he said, we, if you can make it in November, it's scheduled to be on there, so I guess I'm going to have a chance to get oh, back. absolutely. Because I saw it a couple of years ago, you know. Oh, oh, did you go to the Masters before? I don't think I knew that. Yeah, I did. I went, uh, I only had a ticket for one day, which was, you know, incredible for me, because I'd always... It, it, boyhood dream as soon as I saw them the tournament first time on TV I wanted to just walk the golf course and over the many years that I've asked people for tickets or they said I can get them for you and you know they never showed up and uh, we played a charity show for this children's hospital we support in Jamaica about five years ago and I met a guy there same story I can hook you up with master's tickets and I said sure he's my number never heard from him and a couple of years ago he called out of the blue and he said remember me from Jamaica I said yeah and he said I got a couple of tickets uh, on one day only yeah and I said I don't care so I, I flew in on the on the Wednesday watched the round on Thursday flew home on Friday so, but it was just unbelievable the course is you know it's you can't describe it when you see it in person it's spectacular with with uh, with a triple 10 times a uh, spectacular on it Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, I I would love to see that. I I've only seen they used to do the Tiger Tournament right here in Sherwood near us, and and the best of the best, and 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 it was very informal. And if you went on like a Thursday, like you say, or a Friday, even yeah. there wouldn't be many people there, and you could stand twenty feet and watch Tiger Woods tee off. It, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, but but you, you again, you are you and I are big sports fans, and as you saw, I was supposed to be at the March twenty eighth giant Dodger game with your manager, Barry Siegel, who we love and, uh, you know, except he's a Dodger fan. I'm a giant fan, but, uh, Patty put out his beautiful wife, put out a little thing that if you donated to her charity, you could pick two seats out to a game. And of course, you know, I grew up in the Bay Area. I'm a Giants oh. fan. He knows it. <laughs> and, uh, but man, yeah. who knows? They're coming up with all sorts of crazy plans. Maybe everybody playing, all 30 teams playing in Phoenix 
in front of no crowds. It it really is. It's it's a new slate, really, isn't it, Dean? Yeah, well, it is, and I and I think uh, you know, sadly, uh, at the expense of the fans, because you know, me not as much as you. I've I've supported. Uh, sports in my own way over the years but I feel sorry for the fans you know like Green Bay Packers fans or whatever the the same echelon of uh, you know fan uh, supported their team whoever it is for all these years and they don't get to see a season uh, because they're going to play to empty stadiums and I don't I don't get that personally but hey it's all about dough or whatever or TV rights I think so yeah they'll do what they do without interference from us yeah, well, and that's a good point. And, and speaking of which, to talk about trickle-down economics or trickle-down effect, you know, you get the people that sell popcorn, you get the ticket. T- it, it really just is such an all-encompassing, and you said it, none of us, and, you know, you're not that far ahead of me, have experienced anything like this in our lifetime. And it's just about hunkering down, doing the right thing, being safe, and, and you know, oh. getting through it. Yeah, we, we have a very... Uh uh, one of our favorite little haunts. It's like a hole in the wall uh, sushi restaurant. We've been going there for ever since I moved to Atlanta. Yep. And uh, of course, when the, when this thing hit, initially they stayed open a bit, and then they were down to uh, you know curbside takeout service. And on Saturday, we just got a uh, an email from them saying uh, that they have to close. They can't get uh, their supply of fish to even do takeout orders or you know curbside service. So. Um, there isn't anybody, once again, that I know that hasn't been affected by this in a very, very deep way. Yeah. Well, very cool. And and we'll move off that in a second. But I appreciate because, listen, yep. all your many fans and, and, and people that have tickets to your shows, and there's so many of them. Uh, you know, I, I send out my little email blast and I do my thing. And so many people were excited about, about you. You have fans throughout the world who love you for good reason. And, and they... I, I, what I put in the little blast, you know, you know, if you want to put a little love in your life, because that's what it's about. Positive energy. That's what air supply is about. Yep. 40, what? 42 now, 43 years. Where are you at? 45 in May. 45 in May. Wow. I just, re- it seems oh, like you right. just, sounds like you just did 40. Is it 45 now? <laughs> it's 45. Yeah. We start when I met Graham on May the 12th, 1975. And we've been working together. Oh my like, gosh! We, we got a we got a couple of shows in this year um, before we had to shut it down, so we can still say that we've been on the road every year since 1975. Oh yeah, yeah, and and you'll come back strong. Now listen, I was going to move right into okay. music and and some stuff that that we've talked about and some things we haven't talked about, but I believe we have a caller on the line. Would you bring her on, Robin? Sydney, are you there? Hey, guys. Uh-huh. Hey, darling. Sydney Hitchcock, <laughs> Russell's daughter, is on the phone. Hi, Sydney. Hi. Oh, my gosh. I wish I could hug you both right now. Us, too. Me, too. Hey, well, in today's <laughs> world, this is a hug right here. <laughs> I know. An air, an air hug is going so far. I know. Yeah, Sydney, great to see. I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, well, I saw at Russell's birthday party last year, of course. But uh, what's going on? You talk to your dad. I'm going to just back off for a second. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, Dad, are you good? Are you guys, both of you, um, are you good? Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're still hanging in, being as quiet as we can, staying inside as much as we can. We've had to go out, like I just said, to D.C., just uh, a few grocery trips. We had to take Chili to the vet, but she's cool. 
and um, just hanging in, watching lots of Netflix, having great home-cooked food and drinking a glass of wine or three or four or five. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. I picked the wrong year to give up drinking, believe me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's It's very funny. I just just read this um, autobiography of this guy called Georgie Best. He's one of the most famous English soccer players of all time. And uh, and in his biography said... uh, in 1969, I gave up women and drinking. <laughs> it was the worst 20 minutes of my life. <laughs> hey, by yeah, the way. I was going to say, that definitely is not your fees. You you can't give up drinking or women. Yeah. Well, hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey by the way, <laughs> Russell, that video that you sent today about that wedding photographer. The, oh, yeah, yeah. That was one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time. The the number of people that have slept with the bride and it was like forty guys. Show. <laughs> that was because the groom. But the the groom wasn't one of them. No, I know. And then the, even the girl photographer got in the picture. Because <laughs> a lot of the, I I really to be honest with you I I don't look at a lot of those things. But I said let me see what Russell sent. It was a really funny video. But Sydney, how are you doing, darling? I'll send it to you. Sydney. I'm good. I'm good. I just miss my, my life and my friends. And, um, you know, my mom and I have had some good bonding time, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wish I could hug my dad and, and my stepmom and my little sister, Chili Rose. Um, but, you know, it, it is what it is. We're, we're going through, everybody's going through the same thing. So we just got to saddle up and, 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 and keep on going through what's happening. Right. And you're part of the younger generation, uh, Sydney. So how are your friends accepting this? What, what are your friends doing? Are they following the rules or no? Uh, we're all following the rules. Um, I've, I've came out to see one friend, uh, twice, my, my best friend, Martina. Um, I've, I've came to just check on her and see that she's doing good, but I've just been catching up on Netflix, and I literally cleaned my room today, and I hung up <laughs> pictures in my room and well, organizing everything, and I'm just being very productive and trying to get outside as much as I can to get some fresh air, good for my mental, you know, just the same yeah. old, but... Um, I think if I if my mom and I get through this uh, period of time without a fight, or this is going to be the strongest <laughs> that both of us can get through Our, at yeah. one time, for it, sure. It, right, it is true, man. I mean, it, it's a different situation when you realize that you pretty much are under the same roof for a while. And, and, and Cindy, my beautiful wife working from home now as her whole office is now, uh, but you just have to adapt. It, it's, it's human nature. You can either, the glass is either half full or half empty. And, and I appreciate that Sydney, because hearing what the younger folks are doing, cause I know what I'm doing and you know, I'm going again, Cindy and I do our, morning walk to coffee bean because it's a three mile walk which we're so used to and they're still open thank the lord uh but you know listen i'd have to i'd have to, go I'd have to drive there if i was me but, <laughs> yeah hey, so sydney anything else before you want to ask your dad or anything while you're on the air no nothing i just love you both just wanted to say hi and um just stay well and stay healthy and i'll see you all on the flip side yes you will give my love to your mom sweetheart 
Okay, I will, you guys. Have yeah. a good rest of the show. I'll talk to you later. Thanks, Sydney, for calling Thanks, in. Thanks. I appreciate it. Great to hear okay, from you. Bye, bye. We love you. Bye, bye, bye. Bye. Yeah, yeah. bye. Love bye. you. Okay. Hey, see, Dean, how fun this can be. I mean, listen, it's the new way. It's the new thing. And by the way, um, what I announced at the beginning of the show, this thing at the telethon, or not a telethon, but a video thing, if you and Graham want to be a part of it, just let me know. They're just looking for videos. But they've got a heck of a uh, a roster showing up. And if you guys want to be a part of that, want to be, let me know. Um, you know, let, let me. I'll give I'll give G a call tomorrow and see what's up. But I don't know yep. what he's doing. I think he's doing uh, a, a thing, but he, well, not on his own with with one of his. Uh, he's mentoring this young lady, and she's a really good composer. I think they're doing some stuff. I'm not sure, when, but but I'll certainly call you tomorrow and let you know. Yeah, yeah, do that. I appreciate it. Now let's get into music because that's what your fans are listening for. They love you, Dino, Dean. You're one of my favorites. You're one of the best singers. In pop history, I'm not just blowing smoke up your arse. But it's funny because I asked you earlier today, is there anything that you wanted me to play specifically? And I told you I had a surprise song. It was the same song. We both chose the same song. And yeah, and, very weird. Yeah, and, and, and for Air Supply fans, this was a song, and I like to talk about it a little bit because I'll never forget it. It says 1984. Budokan, but I thought it was 83, but it says 1984. But I'll always remember learning this song, I Can Wait Forever, bef during sound check. During sound check. Because I think uh, it was possible single, right? But it w didn't turn out to be, but we had yeah. learned it at rehearsals, in all this, at, at our normal rehearsal pre-tour. And all of a sudden they said, we got to learn this song for Budokan, <laughs> and it's not an easy song. It's not an easy song. And I just spoke with my buddy Kenny Rarick, our buddy Kenny Rarick, and he showed, and he showed me the chart that he had, and he said, oh, yeah, I had to stick that chart up on a, on a, a rack case near him so he had the chord chart in front of him, right? Because it's complicated. And it I, is? I yeah, wouldn't know. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but your vocal supersedes all that that's no problem but this is live from Budokan I'm going to go with the year that it says 1984 Russell Hitchcock Graham Russell Air Supply singing I Can Wait Forever this next song is called I Can Wait Forever Thank you. 
Yeah, Dino. That's killer. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, uh, and I'm telling you, do, there's a lot going on in that song. Can you hear that underneath, though? Yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, I was. Um, I haven't listened to it forever, obviously, but uh, it sounds. It still sounds great, the, the live recording, that's for sure. I know, man. I mean, that's... And, and again, I remember I was really nervous because we learned it before that show. And, and I'm going... And I was still pretty new in the band. And I thought, gosh, I don't want to screw that uh, up. And and I remember Wally going, hey, don't worry about it, mate. <laughs> I go, okay, I got this. <laughs> yeah, that would be about right, right? Oh, my God. I think I'm right that with... with I think Graham wrote that with David Foster, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, this is David Foster, and you could tell by David Foster's influence in that oh, track. Oh, yeah, the piano. Yeah, you know, all, but there's a lot of things going on. And I, I, again, I love the fact that Ken said, yeah, I had to tape that chord chart to my, you know, the, the rack next to him so he could read it. Yep. And I, I go, well, I didn't have to have that, you know, privilege to have that. And anyway, it worked out great. Just a perfect example of your... Phenomenal voice. Most of your fans, Dean, well, know that you, I keep calling you Dean, his fans, Russell, yeah. that know that you and Graham met Jesus Christ Superstar. But the, the longevity, what, what do you attribute that to? Just the fact that you guys really work together well. Um, well that's a couple of things. I, I think the fact that we didn't get started together as like teenagers, we were... Well, we were we were chronologically adults, not brain-wise. Um, we never step on each other's toes. I mean, he 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 never wanted to be the lead singer, and I can't write songs, so there's no. I mean, I've seen acts as you probably have saying, "I want my song on the record." No, this is better. You know, yours is crap, or mine's. You know, so we never never get into that thing. And he he kind of has always had his his legion of his Graham fans, and I've had Russell fans. And, yep. As every man band member does, you know, you had your fans. Our current lineup have their own individual fans. Uh, of course, we just uh, and we we come from a, a base too. I think we respect a lot of, of uh, we, we respect each other a tremendous amount. So, and we've we've had no reason to have a disagreement. I mean, we've had what can be. I mean, this is an amazing career. No matter who you are, forty five years is yep. something that you very rarely see uh, in music or any career for that matter. Um, we we love it. We we appreciate the support that our fans have given us for all these years. We we respect them. We we appreciate that they they uh, spend a lot of money to come see us. That's hard earned. That's that's a obviously a luxury. It's not a necessity to come see us. Yeah. Um, we, we're just you know. I mean, obviously, I'm not. We're we're no. We certainly aren't angels. That's for sure. We never were. But I mean, I just I think respect is the big thing. I. I try to re I try to treat everybody I meet with respect, and and um, it's certainly with that's the case with Graham. That's the case with the fans. Um, it's it just comes from all that. And I was brought up to be, um, you know, hopefully a nice person. Yeah. My parents were very uh, strict about you know, please, thank you, yes or no, sir. Um, don't say anything nice if you can't say anything at all. That kind of thing. Yeah, I wish I could have stuck to that. <laughs> well, well, anyway. yeah, no, but but you're you're right. You guys love your fans, and your fans love you, and that's what a big part of the music business is. And you guys have proved it that you're still out there. I've said this 
many times on this show because I love to brag about my time with you guys, which was phenomenal, is that your fans are hardcore. And how many times backstage guys would go, yeah, my wife, my girlfriend dragged me here. Man, it was really good. I didn't realize you did all those songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's still a common a common uh, comment. You know, the the guy doesn't want to be there and he gets <laughs> to meet this backstage or something. And he's and uh, in fact, a lot of we get a lot of guys bringing their wives that haven't seen us before. So um, it's just a great thing all around. We're seeing probably our fourth or fifth generation of kids yeah. coming to the shows now. So uh, it's just an ongoing thing and, and I think the fact that we've um, especially especially in overseas markets we, we tour there constantly the fact that you keep coming back um, means a lot to, to people because we, we didn't achieve success and then fall off the face of the earth we we, res, we appreciate what we've been given and, yeah. and we're fortunately in good in good enough shape to keep doing it right now you know yeah that's awesome Dean because Cindy and I have seen you recently, and you guys sound fantastic. And you, and I've said this to you and Graham backstage in Ojai, you entertain your fans. You, you're playing the hits. You're playing the things that people want to hear. You're, you're injecting some energy on some other songs without you, the Nielsen song. <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. Phenomenal. What, just phenomenal. But uh, that's what it is. It, it's creating and sustaining a career but your fans are worldwide. I, I know that from the reaction that I got posting that you'd be on tonight. I just say, I want to play another song that you requested for good reason. I can't let go. Okay. Air Supply. Oh, good song. <laughs> Beside you through the years that come 
Dino, how about that one, man? Woo! That was a good one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember recording that in London, England. That and that that went huh? that went through like three three different versions. We recorded it in Montserrat, then we came to LA and recorded it, and then we went. Uh, wow! Uh, wait, wait. Let, I'm sorry. Let me get this right. Um, yes, that I believe that was recorded in in London, England. If I'm not res, not mistaken. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, good enough. But I just remember going through the paces. We came back from Montserrat, and and I'll never forget it. You called me. You said, DC, is your cassette sound like a, <laughs> you know? I go, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll <laughs> never forget it. But And, and then we, re- no, it is true. Now I got it. We, we went in the studio to re-record it, and it still didn't happen. But when we went to England, Peter Collins, that's a Peter Collins Peter production. Collins, right. That's I got it now, but yeah. phenomenal vocal. Great experience there. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was it was great. The whole track is awesome. Yeah, Frank Isler Smith. Let's talk about him, man. The keyboard player, string arranger. Yeah, one of the sweetest guys you'd meet in in a lifetime, and it was a privilege and an honor, honor to to know him and. Uh, a super gentle soul, uh, brilliant musician, great arranger, great string arranger, and great vocal arranger. Um, he did this vocal arrangement for, um, uh, God, I'll think of it before the conversation's over, but just the sweetest guy in the world, and it was a, a great loss when he passed. Uh, his kind of personality and, and vibe and effect on other people around him is uh, irreplaceable. Yeah, and and you're right, his 
what he brought to the table for air supply was amazing. And I hear his touch on there. And I remember playing that in, he was playing the piano in the studio. I was playing bass and he just, you know, he was just an incredible musician who knew how to interpret Graham's songs. Oh yeah, absolutely. That was the key. All right. Yeah. So in fact, the the song. Sorry. No, go the, ahead. The vocal arrangement for was "Don't Be Afraid." If anybody can look that up, it's it's fantastic. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Oh, did did yep. uh, so? Oh, Frank. Oh, did Frank do that? He he, he arranged the vocals. Uh-huh. Graham wrote it, but Frank did all the vocal arrangements. Oh, amazing. Now, one of my favorite stories about Air Supply and Russell, and one of the reasons we're so close, we hung out a lot on the road. You're still responsible for me drinking red wine. I'm still not a big red wine drinker. But when, hey. we, were, when we were on the road together, a lot of guys, you know, they would save their per diems, but Russell would go, let's go out to dinner. And we would go out to dinner and always drink nice wine and, and and because of you, I still enjoy nice wine. But one of my <laughs> favorite stories about Russell, and I've got many, 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 is when we were in London recording, Russell calls me up. Well, I forget how we got in touch in those days, to be honest. Uh, he says, you need to come over to my apartment. We were all in London during the wintertime. And he says, you're going to, I need to play you this demo. He said, it'll be the biggest hit air supply ever had. And I said, I'm coming over. And I remember taking a London cabbie through the rain and cold and snow, whatever was there. And I got to his apartment, beautiful place that he was. And he played me the demo of this song right here now. The whispers in the morning. sleeping tight are rolling by like thunder now as I look in your eyes I hold on to your body and feel Seems I'm far away 
He kept my bass line in at the end. I love that. <laughs> Dean, that is freaking incredible. You know that. I, I And we used to finish the show yeah, with that yeah. song. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, it's it's the song I probably regret that wasn't received as well as I wanted it to be out of anything we've ever recorded. I thought it was certainly a smash. And, of course, some years later, Celine Dion yep. had number one hit all over the world with, with uh, God bless it, basically the, exactly the same arrangement. Yeah, but, but, but not as good. And I've told this story on the show before when I remember being in my hotel room and Steve Vando, our road manager, called me and said, DC, turn on your radio and, and Huey Lewis, it's the power of love. I know. It's same title. Uh, and, uh, yeah. but, and, and you said Clive, right, right. Clive edited the song as well, right? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? That's, yeah, I mean, Clive's very responsible for our success, certainly, but I thought that was a big mistake that uh, the way that record was handled and the recording. But it was uh, funny about Huey Lewis. Graham was in, in um, I think, Cannes or somewhere at a publishing thing in France, and uh, he was walking down the street, he says. He was really sick, <laughs> and he saw a, a music magazine, industry magazine, and on the front it said, Power of Love. Oh. Uh, you know, destined for this. <laughs> oh. And he goes, wow. Oh, damn it. Oh, he thought it was. But listen, I, I again, having been on stage with you, I know what you bring to your audience, Russell, and I know what you have. I know your soul. I just want to say to you, no matter what, you know, I love you like a brother, number one. 
and number two, yeah. the, the, I, I listen to the, that's such a, I used to call you, you know I did, the freak of nature. That voice is just a gift from above, man. That's all I can say. Yeah, I've been very, very lucky and very blessed to, to be able to stick around so long and do what I do and do what I love and still, I'm still pretty good at it. Yeah. It, you know, my humble opinion. Yeah. Um, and I don't, you know, I don't, I don't take compliments well, you know that. So. <laughs> well, you're going to take them well tonight. All right. So, yeah. uh, uh, Dean, how do you see Air Supply 45 years? You got five more years in you? You're just going to keep going until you can't do it anymore? You know, the the great thing about working with Graham is um, that we never had a plan. Uh, the very first recording we made in Australia was in 1976, and it was a huge hit off uh, off the bat. You know, we, it was like number one album, record and uh, single and all that stuff. And uh, we thought maybe, you know, we'd be good for three or four years in Australia. So to be here now uh, talking with you <clears throat> is uh, qu- quite a, an amazing thing to me anyway. Yeah. Um, and it, it reminds me, not that there's any comparison between the Beatles and Air Supply, but no. I remember seeing a, a, an interview with Ringo um, and he said, that one of the BBC people said, hey, how long do you think you're going to last? And he said, I don't know. He said, I'd probably have a, a string of hairdressing salons by the time I'm 30. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so you, you just never know. You, you never don't know. But you you have to know how many fans you have throughout the world who love and appreciate oh. your talent. And, you know, uh, the, the, the fans that Air Supply has. And, again, I go back to the fact when I was in the band, how many people really didn't know. But your real fans that are still there, that appreciate you guys, that support you. You have your websites going. By the way, Air Supply's website, airsupplymusic.com. And speaking of which, I have one question to ask from one of your fans. I, I put this out there and made, okay. made sure I screened it. Please ask Russell where he gets his awesome T-shirts. I love the all you need is love spelled in sign language and I want to know where he got it um, that shirt I think it's a, there's a designer called John Varvatos I don't know whether it's V-A-V or V-A-R-V anyway I, that's one of his shirts in fact um, that was a gift from, from my wife awesome. and a great shirt um, but a, a lot of stuff I get um, because I, I have you know quite a few shirts that Offend some people, which which is helpful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I have a couple of friends from around the country who say, call me and say, "Do you want this?" I go, "Yeah, that, that'd be great." So a lot of them I get given uh, to me, and uh, you know, it just it's what I wear, and I've I've had uh, I kind of have a reputation for having cool shirts. In fact, I, I took a photo with uh, with this kid backstage once. Um, and I had my arm around his shoulder. He's about ten or eleven. Mm-hmm. And um, they, you know, how they have those fake Time magazine covers. Yep. You can get a frame that says Time magazine. So, um, <laughs> I, 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 somebody sent me a copy of this, and, and and I'm with this kid smiling, and he's like happy as a you know, of whatever it is. And the the T-shirt said, um, "Smoke crack and worship Satan." <laughs> 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 hey man hey, well that that leaves me running have you watched ozark on netflix 
uh, you know, I, I watched an episode and didn't get back to it, but all my bandmates uh, saying watch it. And I've been through pretty much everything else in, oh. on Netflix, so I'm going to start watching that this oh, weekend if you, I can. You have to, because just leading into that type of joke and that sort of sense of humor, Ozark is kind of, Cindy and I, we're, we're addicted. We, we've seen it all now, the new season. We burned through the last three episodes last night. But, uh, Dean, again, yeah. so I'm going to play one of my favorite vocals from you of all time. And, you know, I was privileged with you to do a little solo album when Air Supply was on, yep. you know, hiatus. Yep. Take Time, which is still yep. available on CD Baby. And, you know, I'm just saying, oh, I'm looking at the text. Rick Barron says you're one of his all-time favorite singers. And that's going to lead right into this song, Beside Myself. There is no And how much I think of you 
Talk to me, Dean, about that, huh? <laughs> that's, Great. That, that's the vocal. Right. <laughs> and, what, and, a, what a blast that was. Yeah, it, it was a blast, and, and my texts are lighting up. Lee Barron, Rick Barron. Uh, Rick Barron wrote that song with me, and, and, and Rick created that beautiful melody. Rick and Lee, we love you, man. You're so so incredible, and, and Rick is saying, again, that, Russell, you're one of his favorite singers. Who didn't know that, right? I mean, incredible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, listen, before we move on, we're about done. Russell, anything you want to promote, talk about? Anything on your mind, brother? Uh, well, I just want to say, because I was a bit uh, not silly, but I forgot in the beginning, I just want to send my love and support to all the people on the front lines out there, doctors, nurses. Uh, my sister-in-law is working in an ICU unit here in Georgia, um, getting about two hours sleep a night, putting her life on the line to save others. Okay. Uh, EMTs, firemen, police officers, um, you know, once again, we, we thank the military and rightly so for having the kind of lives we get to live here. But uh, right now, um, these guys are taking the brunt of everything and God bless them. Right. Exactly right, Russell. <clears throat> Excuse me. And airsupplymusic.com, that's Air Supply's site. They'll be out there performing. I, I, I see that uh, the uh, Vegas gig is still on there, and hopefully that happens. I know you guys do that every year. Your fans are so true. They're so blue. They stick with you guys for a reason. <laughs> You've got the catalog. They've got the voice. And, Russell, you're right. You, you treat them as family. You respect them. Graham's the same way. You're never above your fans, and your fans are the ones that keep yeah, it going. Absolutely, man. If without the fans, you got nothing. Right, for all of us. Now, speaking of fans, we appreciate everybody tuning in tonight or the podcast. And, Russell, don't leave me, but you know what I'm going to finish up with. Uh, I'll always remember when we were working on your solo album, and you said, DC, can I sing Take Time? I said, yes, you can. <laughs>
a castle in the sand Washed away by the changing tide Leaves behind a hope that never dies Reaching down with a helping hand Flying high above the glory skies Until we meet again Yeah, take time everybody, that's my message, that's that was my dad's message, Russell Hitchcock. I can't say enough about having him on board tonight. We'd like to thank the Star Worldwide Network back in Phoenix, Dave the Mayor Pratt, my producer, Rock and Robin Cote. As Russell just acknowledged, our troops, past, present, and future, they're the ones laying their butts on the line for us right now. Our police officers, respect them. It's a crazy life out there right now. Crazy. Just make it through. Love each other. Hang in there. Take time to see the river run. And take the time to spread your wings. If you follow your heart, you will find a higher love. If you take time, just take time. Russell, thank you so much, brother. You're welcome, man. Love you. Give my love to Cindy. You'll always be family to me. I appreciate our time together on the road. And yeah. your, your fans yeah. your fans love you. It's a gift from above that you have, brother. Thank you so much for being part of tonight, yeah. Don Crumlin Live. Well, thank, thanks, mate. Okay. Ta-ta, brother. Thank you all for tuning in. Good night, everybody. Take care. Don Crumlin Live. Be safe out there. We will get through it. Good night. Thanks for listening to Don Cromwell Live. Producer, songwriter, musician, and former Air Supply and Eddie Money bassist, Don Cromwell. Every week, Don Cromwell Live connects the artist with you, the fan. Hear Don Cromwell Live as it happens Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, or on demand 24-7 on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. And follow Don at Facebook.com slash Don Cromwell and Twitter at Don Cromwell Live. Don Cromwell Live from StarWorldWide Networks.com.